All right, y'all, welcome back here to another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Of course, me, myself, always here. Sanders here with you. Got my boy Dupree with me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. How we living? How we living? I mean, man, I'm, I'm good, bro. I can't complain. I mean, we... Psh- yep. We down to a, we up to a new month now. We in we in November. Mm-hmm. Twenty twenty three is about to be out of here, bro. We getting ready yeah. for for twenty four real soon. That's that's crazy to say. That's no really doubt. crazy to say, bro. No um, I, gotta, I mean, I got a gripe. I think this is my gripe every year, but especially um, it kind of started in twenty nineteen, man. Can we hold off on the Christmas stuff, bro? For at least, for, I mean, for at least two weeks into November. Like, I would, I really want to say after Thanksgiving, but I know people can't hold out that long. But can we at least get two weeks into November before? I've already heard people putting up their trees. I've already seen Christmas. Commercials. I already hear the Christmas songs in the stores. Like you already got Mariah Carey getting sued for all <laughs> for for, for uh, all I want for Christmas. Like it's already happening, man. Is the first was it? It's November second, right? It is November second. Can we can like two two weeks? Let let's get to the middle of November, right? Before we start doing it, we can't even get to eat our turkey. I can't get no soup potato pie, no mac and cheese, no nothing before I see snow on every commercial on the TV. Nothing. People already got stuff with the Grinch. <laughs> they already got the Grinch, Home Alone, all all the movies, every movie you can think of, all the Christmas movies, hey, bro, everything. Boy, you preaching. Like, can we, can we, boy, like, you preaching, like, boy. Let's, like, just... Two two weeks into November. Let let's get two weeks into November. Let like let's slow it down. Let's slow it down. Christmas trees are already up. I'm telling you right now. I've already heard of Christmas trees. Christmas trees went up as soon as November first hit. Now that's wild. Already that's wild. There are Christmas I trees up. Me personally, I haven't seen no Christmas trees trick Christmas trees up yet, but I know it's coming. Bro. But I've already seen it. I've already seen it. I've already seen pictures. Bro. It's wild. It's I'm, wild. I'm, I'm with you. Can we can we wait a little bit? I'm with you. Can we wait a little bit? Now, granted, I will say this now. I have come to an understanding of why you were kind of people will start November first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have I come to an understanding of it. Oh no, but I, I still, don't have understanding. But I, oh, I don't have nothing. But I still but I still think I'm okay. like bro, I'm like right, can we can, the 14th? Can we wait till the 5th? You know, can we get can we Give get me something. then? You know what I'm saying? Like And then let's get bro, it rolling. No, 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 bro. I seen somebody put the they they got the calendar for November and December and they got November 1st all the way up to that. Oh yeah, at the same Thanksgiving is Christmas. <laughs> Yep, and three little days yeah, Thanksgiving, yeah. and then the rest of that is Christmas. I'm like, that it's is Christmas, hilarious. man. Bro, real talk, real talk. Last I'm looking thing, at the right? TV now, bro. Bro, looking at the TV now. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Yesterday, I wake up. 
I get ready for work and everything, mm-hmm. right? I come out the restroom, bro. I hear my girlfriend's phone going off. And the first thing I hear is, in my mind, I said, oh, my God, can you what? <laughs> hey, I'm not going to lie, though. Hey, that's <laughs> That's a that's a classic though. I will keep No, no, that. no, for for sure. But I'm like, so I probably would have got the singing with it. I, ain't gonna I, I, I yeah, I did. I let her play, and yeah. I got the. You feel me? Because it's just it's a classic. But I was just like, bro. I mean, it ain't yeah, even. It funny. ain't even eleven o'clock, and you talking about that's funny, man. But now I literally, like, literally, a Gordon Corral commercial just popped up on the TV. How, first off, when the last time you seen a Gordon Corral commercial? Let's just start there first. When the last time I seen a Gordon Corral commercial? Commercial, but Corral commercial pops up. It looks like it's Thanksgiving. It looks like it's Thanksgiving decorations. It looks like it's mm-hmm. Thanksgiving food, but it's Christmas bells in the background. And of course, everybody likes to tie it all together. So it just says Happy Holidays. I'm like, nah, man, say what you really want to say. Yeah, you, you're promoting for Christmas, man. Yeah. You ain't you ain't worried about Thanksgiving. You promote for Christmas. But I will say, we might have to. We might have to. Do something. We might have to create a list of like the best like Christmas song. That would that 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 Ooh, temptation silent night like that. Sure. That's that's gonna be up there. That's gonna be up. For we gotta sure. see. We gotta get the we gotta get the the support. We gotta get the fans to kind of chime in and see what's their favorite. What's what's your favorite Christmas song? What's your I favorite like that. one? Because that like silent that. night temptation. That's a that's a good one. That's a good one for the boy. I ain't gonna lie. Sure. I ain't gonna lie. Sure. Definitely, that's definitely on my playlist. That'll be playing. Yeah. So. Nah, that's 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 definitely one you gotta have for sure to play. I when you hear that, you know, like, yeah, it's that time. Here we go. There's some soul time. behind that one. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a little hit you, hit you. It hit a little yeah, it hit oh, a little different yeah, right up in there. there. Yeah, right up yeah. in there. Even if you wasn't in the best of moods, you'd be like, man, you know, next thing you know, you in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, you yeah. in there humming it. You like next thing you know, you 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 done poured you up some eggnog. You done. Just swing, just everything swing. for sure, for sure. It I do it, it do take over your body like that, bro. I can't even yeah. be upset about it, bro. But yeah, that's a good one, man. Uh, new month in November, uh, and a, a lot going on. Matter of fact, a few days, a couple of days ago, we had a uh, we had the sports equinox, uh. That was where you had all four major sports on mm-hmm. the same day. Uh, it was Monday Night Football. There was the World Series. There was hockey game. There was basketball. I mean, it's that time. Of, I mean, it's that time of the year, man. Yeah. It's that time of the year. You know, uh, NBA is about a, a into their second or third week here. They're getting ready for um, that that doggone play in tournament. Uh, they're getting ready for that. Uh, College basketball is, is getting ready to tip off here soon. Some exhibitions been going on with that. Uh, congratulations to the Texas Rangers. Uh, first ever um, World Series championship for them. Uh, finishing yeah, congrats. off the Arizona, Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, congrats to the Texas Rangers. Just uh, you know, a lot going on, man. Uh, obviously, now we're in the NFL. We are at what week ten? Week ten. Week ten. Oh, 
Week nine. No, no, no. Week nine. Week nine. I'm getting ahead of myself. Oh, yeah, week nine. Yeah, week nine. We week ten in college football. That's where we at. Yep. It is. Week ten yep, yep, in college yep. football. That's what I'm thinking about. But uh man, a lot going on. Like I said, in the NBA, we just recently um like I said, that's recently just getting started. And <laughs> not even <laughs> two weeks in, we already got big, big news. Um, which kind of been prolonging here probably, you know, since since about the summertime and everything like that anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, James Harden, once a, I mean, man, I wish I could have had a career like James Harden. Just be like, I don't want to be here no more. Send me to this That's place it. and get, and get sent to and get sent to that exact place. Mm-hmm. That's that's crazy. But uh, <laughs> James Harden, um, obviously, um, getting traded from Philadelphia to the to the L.A. Clippers uh, back on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, the deal was officially announced yesterday. Um, so the full trade details is is that uh, the Clippers got James Harden, uh, P.J. Tucker, and uh, Philip uh, Presibu. I might be butchering his name, but you know they got a, they got another player in there. And then the Sixers in return received uh, Nicholas Batum, Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, K.J. Martin, and a, a slew of draft picks. And if I'm not mistaken, I think OKC somehow, some way is involved in one of those yeah. draft picks too. So. Um, not even trying to be funny. I think legit they actually legit, are involved yeah, with that. So <laughs> I'm not even trying to be funny, but uh, yeah, that's that's all that with that. So man, real quickly, um, oh, how you feeling about that? I mean, does this does that sway anything as far as how you look at the West or anything like that? I mean, I, I think it's nice, but it's all gonna come down to one thing: can these boys stay healthy? That's that's it, man. That's the biggest question. Like this, I mean, I've, I've liked the Clippers since they've they acquired Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. I like that duo, and they even get Russell Westbrook, and he's been playing well, um, especially in that role, the role that he's in with with the Clippers. Um, I've been high on them. They just are never healthy. They're never healthy enough to be able to make a serious run. Um, I think the last real run that they had was in the bubble, if I'm not mistaken, where they actually had a had a decent run into the playoffs. Um, so that's the big thing. Can they stay healthy? And then the next part is going to be, I think, I think the Clippers were fine as constructed. You get James Harden and PJ Tucker. It's supposed to be an upgrade. How motivated is James Harden going to be? If he's not motivated and he's not Coming in, I don't know what role he's going to play, but if there's only one basketball, and so he's not going to be able to have a basketball all the time. And so, obviously, he can go get a bucket, but you got Kawhi, you got Paul George, like you have guys that need the basketball and that can score, so he doesn't have to be the primary scorer, probably be the primary ball handler. But if he's okay with being the same time that he was last year that led the league in assists, I think they'll be fine. But I think it really boils down to how motivated James Harden is. Is he willing to be in the role? If his role is going to be to be that assist guy that he was last year, that facilitator that he was last year, if he's willing to jump in in that role and then help. If those guys stay healthy, I think they can challenge anybody uh, and give anybody a run for their money. If they can't stay healthy and or if James Harden isn't open all right, to that role that they're um, that might be bestowed upon him, then I think the Clippers are going to be – they'll be in the playoffs and they'll be a first-round exit, second-round exit, something like that. 
they have the talent to make a championship run. Um, but I think it really comes down to health and James Harden. That, those are two things, really. I mean, you said it. It's that simple. Yeah, same for me. I'm right there with you. Same for me. It's going to come down to if all those guys can stay healthy. Um, that's number one. Number two is um, accepting roles. Uh, it seems like that was with the way that James Harden is kind of explaining in some of these press conferences now that he didn't like the way that he was being used necessarily in Philly, which I didn't think that was a bad thing that they what they were doing, but you know, it's just Seth Rose. Obviously, you know, whenever he gets acclimated and gets involved, like, pretty sure he's probably going to end up being a starter. So, mm-hmm. who goes off and gets into that, that into the uh, to the six-man spot and work with that second unit? More than likely, it's yeah. probably going to be Russell Westbrook. Um, probably, more than likely, it'd be in the Russell, being ended up, ended up being Russell Westbrook. So, yeah. You know, how does that go with guys accepting their roles? Um, you know, that's a lot of guys right there who like to have the ball in their hands, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just be real. Um, so they have to get that worked out to where, uh, you know, whose night is going to be because they all have a chance to have a real big night. I mean, we saw it just just last night, even though the uh, Clippers lost. I mean, mm-hmm. saw how big of a game Kawhi had, how big of a game PG had. Even Russell had a had a very, very huge game. So then when you add in James Harden, now that's another mm-hmm. scorer, another facilitator, another playmaker that you have there. So um, interesting to see how they do with their roles and um, the patience that's going to have to come with it because this is going to take some time. They got to get the chemistry going. It's kind of, you know, kind of sort of like what happened when, um, when KD got to Phoenix and what they got going on. And even now, there still haven't been a game where, you know, KD, Bradley Beal, and Devin Booker has even been on the floor together. So um, the patience with that, how patient would they be necessarily? And I know that's not really necessarily talking about with the players because I know they'll try to work it out, but more so with the fans and, you know, the NBA world, like how patient will they be with them to understand that, you know, maybe if they end this lineup together, they may start out, you know, first 10 games might be, you know, they only win three out of the first 10, you know, or, you know, they're up and down, kind of going, you know, losing four out of five or something like that. It, it may just take them some time. Um, so people are just going to be patient with mm-hmm. them for them to get everything going because, you know, this is, this is going to, even though, you know, they're, you know, veteran superstars, they know how it is. This is still going to take time for yep. them to to get acclimated, to figure out, you know, who's going to be what. And even though multiple, a couple of those guys have all played with each other before, you know, of course, Russ and PG, Russ and Harden, you know, yep. they've all played with each other before. So it's just, that's that. But, you know, I think that's, that's, that's to me, that's the main three things is uh, their health, accepting the roles and just having patience with it because it's, you know, it's not going to get done overnight to where all of a sudden they just turn it on and they end up being the best team in the West and everything like that. The potential is there, yes, but, you know, that's going to take some time. So I think that's the main thing for me is just, you know, wondering where, how, how much that would affect their health, uh, accepting the roles and, and, how long it'll take them to get everything together. I mean, I, 
I think they have the chance to to be one of the better teams in the West now. A real, real, really good team. I mean, even even before <laughs> even before they yeah. made this move, I felt like that too. It's just more so about their you know about their health. Um, so now it's just it's that times twenty <laughs> pretty much. That's it. All of those guys. I mean, maybe outside of Russ, even though he's missing time before, but that's you know, but dealing with the, he's he's had like one major injury out but the rest of those guys you know they've missed the time you know a, a lot of times so it's just depending on you know how that goes but interesting to see how it works out for him i mean i think i think it's a win-win you know harden got what he wanted again like i said i i wish i could have his lifestyle where i can just say hey i want to go here and i get traded there and i and i get yeah. to go there and then that's it um he got what he wanted. Philly feel like obviously, you know, they've they've run their course with that, and it's, now it's just at this point, it's just Joel and Embiid there now from all their core guys that they've had before, and it's just and that was just him. So, um, you know, I think in the end it's a win win though. Can't wait to see how that plays out uh, for the Clippers. Um, so that's what's going on quickly over there in the NBA. Um, in the NFL, it is it's been a whirlwind. <laughs> um, a lot yeah. has transpired over the weekend, these past few days. Uh, we just recently just had to trade deadline back um, this past Tuesday, um, and for a second, it seemed like you know it was going to be kind of quiet. Nothing here and there. Maybe all the bigger trades that happened earlier, as far as like you know Kevin Byard and everything mm-hmm. like that. All of those other was gonna be like the biggest trade. Luckily, we wasn't gonna have anything too huge. And then, before you know it, it's like <laughs> they just started that coming. Last day. They just, that last day is they just started coming. They just started yeah. coming like out of mm-hmm. nowhere, man. I mean, like out of nowhere. And obviously, um, the biggest. <laughs> Probably the biggest, you know, the biggest trade that probably went down was uh, dealing with the Washington Commanders, dealing both of their mm-hmm. um, star defensive ends, man. Chase Young going to to the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, for a, for a third-round draft pick, uh, Chase Young gets to go to the 49ers, so he's reunited mm-hmm. with him and Nick Bosa. I mean, golly, bro. I think that I think that defensive line is now is, is Nick, uh, Nick Bosa – I almost mix their names together. Nick Bosa, Chase Young, uh, I think Javon Kinlaw is down there. Eric Armstead, yep. it's a Hargrove. Yep. Uh, uh, it's a that's a it's almost like a that's like a monsters right there. Defense alignment that they got, bro. It's, it's so rough. it's rough. It's, it's that's right now. That is that is wild. Uh, that was one big move right there. And then um, the Commanders also getting trading um, Montez Sweat to um, surprisingly to the Chicago Bears for a uh, 2024 second round pick. Um, that was that, and then uh, another big trade was um, Minnesota um, getting Josh Dobbs from from Arizona after losing Kirk Cousins. So um, they're trying to obviously. Well, it seems like that they were doomed, and they were going to have to be talking about trading Kirk Cousins. They reeled off a few good games now, and now they're right in the thick of it into the playoff race again. So, obviously, they're making that move to try to stay afloat to give them a chance um, to make it into into um, you know into the playoffs, man. So, um, Leonard Williams leaving from the from 
the Giants going to Seattle, Seattle. Um, getting a second round pick for this next year's draft and the 2025 fifth round pick. Um, you know, those are kind of like the, the the bigger ones there that we that we seen there. So, um, man, what was the one that kind of just made you go like, oh my god, that is crazy? Well, obviously, the the easy answer is the, the Chase Young to the Forty ers um, but I think really it's just the moves that the Commanders made moving both of those defensive ends to me. The, doesn't make sense to me because I think both those guys are two good young players. No, it doesn't make sense to me. But Chase Young has dealt with his injuries. He's missed. I mean, his rookie season, he was balling. They got hurt. And last year, he basically missed all of last year. Like So he's been dealing with stuff, been banged up. So does that make sense? Yeah, Montez Sweat has been balling. Um, he's balled the last couple of years. Um, and so the trade for him, I guess you just – to get the compensation that they got, second round pick, this next drive, like, that's good compensation. Like, so would I take, would I trade Montez Sweat for that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Washington might be heading into a, they're still trying to figure out a whole quarterback thing. They're pretty, and they're a young team, too. It's not, they're like, they're not an older team. Like, and their defensive line was one of the best. I mean, Sweat and Chase, I mean, yeah, Sweat and Chase Young and Deron Payne and, um, I can't remember my other uh, guy. Jonathan man. Allen. Jonathan Allen, like, yeah. you got some boys on that D line, man. Like, you, you are young. You got some young boys in the back end. You got <clears throat> some weapons on offense with Brian Robinson and Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel. Like, you have some Jahan Dotson. You got some young guys that just need to figure out a quarterback. We've said that before about the commanders on this show. Figure out what you're going to do at quarterback. And it, they just haven't found that guy. Um, seems like Ron Rivera. It's probably going to be out of there. Maybe it's, it's kind of got that feel to where Ron Rivera is probably going to be out of Washington after this season um, if they if he makes it that long. So it, that that surprised me. Moving those two guys at this point in the season kind of surprised me. But if I, I think they're looking to do some stuff towards the future and change it with Chase Young being hurt. It just didn't. It made more sense to cut ties with him than to try to hold on to him. Um, and so those those two just in in general like those moves surprised me because I didn't think they were gonna do or make those two moves, um, especially at the same position. Like you move both your DNs, like that's that's gonna be that's gonna be tough for them. Um, so I don't know if they're shutting it down or not, but those those moves the commanders made definitely threw me threw me for a loop. Yeah, same for me. It was it was definitely. The commanders. I I would say not more so surprised that they moved them, um, because as time was going on, like maybe a day or two before Sunday's mm-hmm. game, there was rumors and talks coming about that they were looking to move those guys. They was just it was they were just gonna move on from them. It was just for me, it's more so who they went to. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously. The 49ers knew that they had to make some type of move here, um, kind of going down the rut that they're mm-hmm. going here in this three-game losing streak. They needed something probably to get them juice backed up, revitalize and everything like that. And, I mean, I can't fault them that Chase Young is going to San Francisco if all they had to do is get rid of a third-round draft pick from next year's draft just to come and get them. Um, yeah. 
you know, that's that. And I think his compensation was a little, him being young, his compensation was a little bit lower than Sweat just because of, as you mentioned, his injury history, mm-hmm. um, just, you know, his, you know, availability or, or lack thereof um, that he has had so far after his rookie season. I mean, mm-hmm. he, you know, after rookie season, it looked like, man, Chase Young was about to be, you know, kind of in that talks of where T.J. Watt is and Michael Parsons. Mm-hmm. We put them in that category to where when you talk about top defenders, especially within that that defensive line front seven category, that he would be in that conversation. Well, hasn't panned out like that just because, you know, he's been injured. Um, For him just to go to San Francisco was kind of like, huh. Really, out of all teams, like yeah, he get, he goes there. Like, did they really even need him like that? Yeah. You know, but it it is what it is, man. Him getting reunited back with uh with Nick Bosa, that's gonna be a scary, scary defensive line now to they can have and to rotate because we mm-hmm. mentioned already the guys that they already had, and then for for Montez Sweat, um, I'm a little I'm surprised that it was Chicago because. They're sitting at two and six. No Justin Fields right now. I mean, this looks like it's about to be, you know, another rebuilding year for them to get whatever pick that they're gonna have, plus the uh the Carolina pick. So wherever, you know, they finish, that's where they'll have that, which I think both of those are back to back right now. So that's two top five picks that we're talking about, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so it's kinda like, what was the reason? And just on some on some a little personal bias, I'm a little bitter because the word and the rumors and the talks was it was almost a done deal that Montez Sweat was coming home, that he was going down to Atlanta uh, for that same compensation, I think, for either a second or a third. They were going to make the trade for him and planned on signing him to an extension. Well... Chicago jumps in and obviously let's I think what it is is their second round pick is probably higher than Atlanta's second round pick. Then so it's just kinda like can you fault Washington for, for taking it for taking that? Not no, I can't either. I can't blame them if there's nothing else, you know, that we could do because then it's like, do you want to trade a first? For Sweat, you know, that's yeah, you know, that's tough. That's tough, especially not knowing where Atlanta could be come towards the end of the season, which we'll get into that in a second. But it's not really worth trading the first for. So it's just kind of like, all right, that doesn't happen. He's going to Chicago. Well, the thing is, is like now when they talk to him about that, they asked about the extension if he wanted to do an extension with Chicago because obviously he's in the last year of his rookie deal. And he pretty much – Kind of saying it without saying it that, that you know, I'm not sure. You know, I, I weigh my options out, which lets me know that, to me, he don't want to be there. No. <laughs> I mean, you he know, so, to, to, you know, yeah, long term, like he doesn't want to be there long term. So it's just kind of like, all right, well, if he don't want to be there long term, let's just get him in 2024 then free agency. <laughs> so, you know, it is what it is. But um, that was that was there for me. I think uh, I think Minnesota. Making the trade for Josh Dobbs was, and that was smart. Was pretty good. It was it was smart. I mean, you I don't, don't know what you have going get either. You don't know what you have in Jaren Hall. Uh, he's mm-hmm. a rookie. At least you know 
Josh has gotten plenty of starts under his belt now, you know, mm-hmm. all of this season, a couple of games last year with the Titans. So, I mean, you know, he has that he has that under his belt. And, I mean, like you said, I don't – like, yeah, who else could they have went to go get? So, and, and the fact it maybe it'd be different if, if they were two and six and Kurt tear his Achilles, then they're probably like, all right, we'll play. We'll play Jaron Hall, and it is what it is. The season is lost. We're gonna shut down Justin Jefferson. You know, don't even worry about it. But them being at four and four right now, they kind of right there in the thick of things when it comes to the playoff. Uh, to the playoffs right now, I believe if it started today, they'll be right there in at the at the last playoff spot. So they're kind of they're right there in the thick of it. So the the move was necessary for them to make for sure. But um, obviously, yeah, the the the. The moves of Washington moving both of their DNs to their various places is is definitely um, the biggest, <laughs> you know, the biggest thing that that had happened. Um, far as you know, um, trades going. So yeah, that was the big news right there as far as with the with the trade deadline uh, in the NFL. And then on top of that, even more big news was the Las Vegas Raiders firing uh, head coach Josh McDaniels. Not only did they fire Josh McDaniels, they fired the GM as well, Dave Ziegler, um, Mm -hmm. on Tuesday night. 25 games is all he coached here for the Raiders, 11 no, I'm sorry. Wrong one. Nine to sixteen, those twenty-five games after just only coaching, I think twenty-eight games with the Broncos. Um, I'm gonna say I can't say that I ain't see this coming because I felt like even the job that he pulled in Denver, that Josh McDaniel should have never been a head coach again, or even the fact that that he was supposedly going to the coach and then backed out. And came back to the pages to be you know, to, to me the the red flags was there that he shouldn't have been uh, a coach again. I mean, he laid out all his chips on the line back in Denver for Tim Tebow, and then he come and does the same thing for Jimmy G. And it's just it's a shit show. I mean, the offense has been terrible. I don't think they're the only team who is they're the only team who hasn't scored. I think at least twenty one points this season. I don't think no. I don't think they've scored twenty plus points yet. Um, it's just. I mean, it was just awful. Um, what do you think? What's next for the Raiders? I don't know, man. Same, same. Bro. I don't know. I mean, like you gotta like. What do you do with Devontae Adams? I mean, it should have known it was going to be bad when you get Devontae Adams. He signs with the Raiders because he wants to come back and play with his, play for his childhood team and play with his college quarterback. And then you get rid of his, you get rid of Derek Carr and you bring in Jimmy Garoppolo, which to me, really wasn't an upgrade. It was more of a lateral move, if anything. Um, and uh, 
nothing to show for it. Um, like you said, been did a pedestrian job with Denver. Um, he's done a, pedest- a pedestrian, excuse me, pedestrian job with the Las Vegas Raiders. Not winning, can't score your offensive mind. You can't score any points. Like you said, haven't scored twenty points all season. Your quarterback wasn't playing well. You're starting. They're starting a. They're starting um, another quarterback, um, a backup, the backup quarterback this Sunday. Like they just. It's been bad. It's been bad. And the Raiders have been bad for the last couple of years. They had a couple of years. I mean, the year the Bengals went to the playoffs, let's remember, which was – or went to the Super Bowl, excuse me. The year the Bengals went to the Super Bowl, which was 2022, 2021, yeah. when they went to the Super Bowl, 2021, yeah. 2022. They were in the playoffs. They played since in the wild card. Like, they were just two years removed, literally two years removed from playing in the playoffs. And this team has just nosedive. They can't stop anybody. They can't score any points. You got Max Max Crosby. You have Josh Jacobs. You have Devontae Allen. Like you have pieces there, and they just can't seem to get it done. I don't know who they hired. Obviously, Antonio Pierce is the is the interim right now. We'll see how he does. I don't know who they hire in the in the off season. I don't know who's the GM. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who's your quarterback. Nothing. If I am. If I'm the Raiders, I would scrap it, let Devontae go, see what we can get from Max Crosby, and start this thing from scratch. Because this ain't going nowhere. No time soon. I mean, uh, uh, either way, even if they don't do all that, they still got to start from scratch because like, there's no <clears throat> head coach. There's no GM. They fired the offensive coordinator. I mean, like – Well, I'm just saying, like, like, see what you can get for Devontae and Max well, Crosby. Well, yeah, like, well, yeah that, that I mean. Too. Like, see what you can get for them, too. You franchise tag Josh Jacobs. I don't know what you're going to do with him. Are you going to bring him back? And now you might as well let him go so you franchise them. Like, you might as well start this thing. And it's like, you want to get away, get rid of all your players? Well, I feel that. But who? what, 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 what you going to do with them? You ain't going to no Super Bowl. You ain't going to the playoffs. Patrick Mahomes been running the AFC West since he, since he started starting games. His first four years started, like, since he's been the starter full time for a full season, the Chiefs have won and run the AFC West. The Bengals just beat them for the first time in like thirty some games, so they've been running the West like it's nothing. So you ain't doing nothing with the Chiefs. I still like the Chargers over over the Raiders, even though I think Brandon Staley should be gone. You still like the Chargers over them, so it's like is y'all in the is the Raiders and the Broncos? I think the Raiders are better than the Broncos, but by how much? I don't know. So if get what you can for Devontae, get what you can for Max, I will let Josh Jacobs walk and let's get us a new coach. Don't get us a new coach. All right. Well, get the GM, get the coach, and let's start this thing over. Cause this is it's a wrap. Jimmy G missing he missed two touchdowns to Devontae Adams last week. Two of them. The 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 sixty yard one, like that one, okay. The one where he was down the sideline, like there was nothing, like nobody around him. I don't know how you missed that. He really threw the ball out of bounds. He really threw the ball out of bounds. So I don't know. It's it's all bad. Did it did it surprise me? Not really. I thought it might have been a little later in the year though. So the fact that it was just like and overnight, like, yep, he's fired. (laughs) And I wake up like, oh, okay, I guess they let go of Josh McDaniels. So but that's West Coast for you. I'm over here on the East Coast. So 
two two tidbits on this, right? Josh McDaniels becomes the first head coach ever to be fired mid-season on two different occasions. That's tough. That is. But hindsight, I guess one of the best things, best things or the best maybe you could say positive out of that negative that you can say is that the contracts for NFL coaches are fully guaranteed. He's going to get paid. He's going to get paid. And I'm going to say this. And Bill O'Brien better be careful because Bill Benson might be picking up that phone and calling this boy to come on back to New England. But he's going to be paid, though. The Raiders. Last two coaches is either fired or resigned. So we know about the whole John Gruden situation. Mm-hmm. They are now going to have to pay somewhere between $40 million and eighty million dollars for them not to coach the team. <laughs> Forty to eighty million dollars to not coach. That is insane. That's what happens when you give a coach ten years, hundred mil. John John Gruden somewhere chilling. He off somewhere. He. He's just doing private quarterback sessions, just man, chilling. He know that man. check is coming in, so it don't even what? matter. Man, nah, okay, I don't have to Spider watch you banana. He ain't, he ain't got to worry about making that play no more. We good. Spider, Spider, what I need Spider watch you banana for? We good. I'm good. I ain't got to call hundred, a play. And I'm, and I'm, this hundred mil coming in, in regardless. What? This hundred mil coming in, in regardless. Worry about. Yeah, they. Uh, I don't know. The Raiders are in a bad situation right now, but they got yeah. money. Apparently. Apparently. That that Vegas money, man, I guess. That's (laughs) that's different, I guess. That's the only way I can put it. Yeah. Crazy, crazy there. Because, like you said, normally you don't see firings until really the end of the season. They kind of let you play it out just a little bit. But, obviously, it's been so – it's just been so bad. I guess they, you know – Mark Davis kind of had no choice, man. He had no choice, but yeah, that's what's going on out there um, around the league, man. For those who don't know, if you haven't tuned in before or ever watched the show, Dupree and I, we, we, we try to stay off our team so much because we know how deep and how crazy it, it could get for sure and how – just how much that could be a whole nother show in, in itself. Uh, but we are, for those who don't know, we are, we are. We're, we, we are big Atlanta Falcon fans. How do we stay then? How do we stay Atlanta Falcon fans? I don't know. <laughs> By the grace of God, I guess we just, we do. Um, but it is what it is. I recently went to this past Sunday's game against the Tennessee Titans. And I mean, that was, I mean, you couldn't ask for no more of a more like set up game for you to take that and go ahead and just reel off a bunch of wins. There was no Ryan Tannehill. You were playing a rookie quarterback, albeit on the road, but this was going to be a rookie quarterback first start. And then they were mixing between him, Will Levis, and, and Malik Willis. Um, 
It was only two other guys you had to stop, and that was Derrick Henry and DeAndre Hopkins. They did neither. Uh, trailed the first half. I think it was fourteen to six, or may might it might have even been twenty one to six. I can't even remember exactly the score was, but uh, and then the switch happened to where Desmond Ritter was in con- concussion protocol. And in is Taylor yeah. Heineke. Uh, he makes the run. They cut in the lead, but uh, just too much to overcome and everything like that. But now, going into this Sunday, Taylor Heineke is named the starter. But apparently, it could be just short term because there is a lot of variables that's factoring into it, as head coach Arthur Smith says. So the team is sitting at four and four, um, halfway through the season, with the easiest remaining schedule left out of all thirty-two teams. Um, still have four divisional games left, and two of them both against the New Orleans Saints, who also sit at four and four. How are you feeling so far about the season? Because. At this mm-hmm. time last year, they were also four and four, but mm-hmm. it was Marcus Mariota, and I don't know. It was it was a lot of things that was missing, that was lacking. Obviously, the defense wasn't like you know at its best. But now, this year, where you got all this talent, you have Drake London, Bijan Robinson, Kyle Pitts, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, Matt Collins. You know, you you pay your offensive lineman, Mitch McGarry, Chris Lindstrom. You got the vet, Jake Matthews, over there. Uh, you spent all this money on the defense, you know, bringing in Calais Campbell, Jesse Bates, uh, Ellis Anderson, trade for Jeff Okuda. The, the, the pieces are there, and it just seems like they're stuck in just mediocrity. Like, mm-hmm. how are you feeling about the season so far? I'm hot. I'm hot. I didn't watch the game Sunday. I wasn't able to watch the full game. We practice on Sundays. So, excuse me, I'm, I'm, I'm looking down on my phone, just looking at something real quick for this topic. Um, I, 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 I don't understand. I truly, truly, truly do not understand what is going on. Arthur Smith is supposed to be an offensive coach. He's supposed to be an offensive coach. When we drafted Desmond Ritter, I was surprised. I was not expecting us to draft a quarterback two years ago. I thought we were going to wait till this year to draft a quarterback. We took Desmond Ritter. Fine. And then it's okay. We took him in the third round. So if we took him in the fifth, sixth, something like that, okay, fine. But if you take a quarterback in the third round, you're probably expecting him to do something and to, and to be your guy. I would imagine at some point in time, you don't draft a guy that high to be in the third round and not expect him to be be in the in the mix a little bit. And he's in the mix, and he's he's been who he's been. This is his first full season of being a starter. Um, first, it, 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 it ticked me off the whole, okay, I didn't know what happened, obviously, on Sundays. Was, okay, Tyler Heike is in the game. He's a, he has a, really has a concussion, and then it comes out on 
on Tuesday or whenever that, yeah, we're benching, we're benching Ritter and Taylor is starting. So I'm confused because it, are we benching him or is he hurt? Which one is it? Which one is it? Does he, is the boy's brain scrambled? Does he have a concussion or are we just benching him? Let, let, let's, let's clear that up. Let's clear that up. And I didn't hear the whole, I didn't watch Arthur Smith's whole press conference when that question was brought up. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming he talked about injuries and stuff, but I don't know. So I don't know if Desiree has a concussion or not. It just seems like they're starting Taylor Heineke. All right. And instead of Desmond Ritter. So we're making the quarterback change is bringing back shades of last year. All right. That part does. Now, Taylor Heineke has played games. All right. He has won games. He beat the Falcons. I think it was in last year. He beat the Falcons, the, the commanders. Oh, no, no, not last. Well, yeah, last year in Washington. But even a couple of years ago, they came to Atlanta and they beat the Falcons down there. So he's played and won games, obviously, in the NFL and played well. All right. My, Issues with the offense. Sanders, do you know the last time the Falcons have have had a top ten defense? What year? The last the last time the Falcons have a top ten defense. It's it's probably been a long time. The last time the Falcons had a top ten defense was in twenty seventeen. That's a long not time. The, not the twenty sixteen year, the Super Bowl year. Twenty seventeen, so the year after the Super Bowl, they had the ninth rate defense in the league. All right. Do you know the time before then? God, it had to be like early 2000s. Let me tell you something, bro. It hasn't been. And up until 2000, 2004, it hasn't been. The closest the Falcons have been to a top 10 defense since 2017 is 2011. So in 2011, they were ranked 12th. In 2017, they were ranked 9th. Do you know what the Falcons are ranked in total defense right now? I'd be top five, right? Number six. They are sixth. Right in total okay. defense, six in total defense. They're averaging giving up twenty points a game. Twenty points. The Falcons' offense in total offense is ranked thirteenth. Thirteenth in the league total offense. It is twenty eighth in scoring. The Falcons are scoring more than four teams in the league at seventeen points a game. B. John Robinson, Cordell Patterson, Tyler Algier, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, John Lou Smith. You telling me, you telling me you are offensive coach. You are offensive coach. And you can't figure out how to put up more than 17 points a game. 17 points. That's all we can figure out. Figure out the offensive line been terrible. Let's just let's just call that what it is. The O line been bad. All right, they've been bad, and still the Falcons have the tenth rate rushing attack in the league. Still, with as bad as they have played, all right, especially those guards. All right, we still got to figure out what's going on with them guards. All right, tenth rushing attack in in the foot in the National Football League. Seventeen points. A game and the defense is only giving up twenty. If you're telling me we can't score three touchdowns, we're not gonna win nothing. We you you won't win a game in the NFL. You shouldn't win games if you can't score twenty points. I'm talking about Matt Canada 
almost every episode. They scoring 15. The Buccaneers scoring 17.3. The Buccaneers and the Falcons are literally scoring 17.3. You got the Raiders. You got the Steelers are down there. I think uh, the Bears are – oh, no, the Bears are ahead of the Falcons. I'm sorry. I can't even think of the other teams that's below them. Four teams. For Van Jefferson, now he's got to get implemented and get right into the offense and figure out what's going on. But we can't score for nothing, man. It's been the past two years. We can't score for nothing. We can't score no points, and I don't get it. It don't make no sense why we can't score no touchdowns. There you go. There you go. That's We can't score touchdowns. 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 We can kick field goals. I ain't worried about Young Way Koo. Young Way Koo kick a 50-yarder almost every week. Bro. We can't score any touchdowns. You got all these dudes. All these dudes on offense. We drafted Kyle Pitts at four. We drafted Drake London at five. We just took uh, B. John Robinson at seven or eight, whatever it is. And we can't score. We drafted these old linemen a couple years ago. And we can't put the ball in the back of the end zone for the past three years, bro. We haven't been able to score no touchdowns. Everybody run up and down the field on us. Everybody. Up until this year, up until this point, everybody just run up and down the field. Run up and down, do whatever they want to do on offense. Run it, throw it, behind the backpack, all type, whatever they want to do. Just do whatever they want to do, bro. You got all these dudes, Kyle Pitt, 6'5", six, six, Drake London, 6'4", B. John Robinson out here, juking people out of their shoes, Cord- uh, Cordell Patterson, 6'2", Tyler Algier, he a low, John Smith, 6'. Like, we can't score nothing. We can't catch no fade balls. We can't take no deep shots. We can't hit. There's a rid of missing deep ball. Like, it's it's just like, bro, what? Like, it, bro, it's infuriating, bro. It's infuriating because now you actually have a defense that is playing well. They ain't let, they're not – people aren't just scoring on this defense. They're not. Like, people aren't just scoring. Sunday – that, I don't know what that was. AJ, you got to get your stuff together, bro. Like, the first touchdown, I, you you looking for a flag and stuff. How about play through, like, play through all that, bro? Like, play through that. Can, can you continue to play through the whistle? Can you continue to play, bro? Giving up three touchdowns, like you said, you had to stop Derrick Henry and De- DeAndre Hopkins. The boy had three touchdowns. We heard enough from D-Hop all year. And then they play the Falcons, and it's like it's the second coming. Every time, every time you get ready to play a game that they should win, they there's no reason why they should have lost that game on Sunday. There's no reason. No reason why they should have lost that game on Sunday unless you give up three touchdowns to DeAndre Hopkins and you score six points or three points or whatever it was in the first half. That's how you lose the game. But I'm just I'm, – I'm, Bro, the offense is I, – I don't I don't get it. I don't get why we can't score a touchdown. And Arthur Smith, got he got to figure it out. He got to figure it out or he got to go or we got to – or we need to get a quarterback. Either he got to go or we got to get a, a, a quarterback. And I don't want to say a real quarterback because I don't want to be disrespectful. Once again, it's the, Desiree Ritter first full season being a starter. But golly, man, help, help a brother out. We had a defense play like this. Ever, ever, and we can't score twenty. We can't even match. We can't score twenty points. Twenty points. That's two touchdowns, two field goals. That I mean, we can't do that. Come on, man. Um, you go ahead, bro. I, I, 
I don't know what they're going to do on Sunday because they're playing another rookie quarterback. And the way we just made Will Levis look, he might – homeboy, I don't even know his name. He might go out there and throw, throw three tutties to, to Jordan Addison and, and – and, uh, I don't think just Jeff's gonna play, but Addison and what's the other uh, Osborne and all them boys? He might go out there and go crazy too. Nah, for real. Nah, for real. See, I'm okay. So I'm gonna tell you what the problem with that was, right? Granted, that first D hop touchdown, it it was a pass interference. It was, but it is what it is. I feel it. Yeah, shake it off. Shake it is what it is. Shake it off. The problem was Ryan Nielsen. Tried to run the same defense he ran week one against Carolina. And, and, and to a certain extent, I get it. It's like, all right, we're going to play man. Have your receivers beat us because it's Will Levis. However, this is DeAndre Hopkins we're talking about, bro. bro. Come on, this is man. Not, no disrespect. This is not Adam Thielen. This is not Terrence Marshall. You feel me? It was the first game of the year. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, no. They should have they should have got off of that man like that and – Kind of had more, bro. I'm talking about the second touchdown he scored. I'm looking. It's like it's a linebacker. It's Ellis lined up on Hopkins. I'm like, what are we doing? Who who would like, take that matchup? What are we doing, right? So I'm like, y'all making y'all making y'all made Will Levis look like rookie of the year, all because of, honestly, mm-hmm. honestly, just because of playing too much, man. Really not, really not stopping the run like they really could have because Derrick Henry still went off for 100 yards, if I'm not mistaken, or close to it. Mm-hmm. Um, missed opportunity. There was one point where Ellis had a chance to get an interception and it slipped right through his hands. And if he get, if he makes an interception, we got a short field, which is something we didn't have pretty much that whole game. We didn't have any – everything had to be worked for. That's that defensively. That I don't understand what was going on with that. And granted – I can't really be too mad at them because I can't expect for them to be playing how they played the whole every somebody was gonna catch them eventually. They didn't score 30 points. All they did was score 28, bro. Somebody was gonna catch them eventually, right? The problem is, is the offense. We we can move for some reason, we can move the ball up and down the field when we get a chance to. And it's like it feels like as soon as we cross the 35. We can't even get to the we can't even get into the into the red zone. So we get across the thirty five. We just look literally when we got ready for the first field goal. You want to know a play that they that they called and that they ran? We did a toss sweep to our tight end number two to throw a pass to our tight end number three. Why is John New Smith trying to throw the ball to McCole Pruitt when you got? B. John Robinson, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Mac Hollins, Cordell Patterson, Tyler Alge- What are we doing? What are we doing? The play calling is just stupid. It's atrocious. I get it. The turnover from Desmond and taking the sacks wasn't good, even though the offensive line played terrible. But have you have you another stat here? This whole season, I don't know if you noticed it or not. The Atlanta Falcons have not led in the first half. We've either tied or been trailing all eight games. That don't surprise me, bro. You can't constantly. You're not gonna win many ball games, bro. If you constantly spotting teams 
points in the first half and you down in the first half and then all of a sudden you think that you can go in there and 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 make the comeback again and pull out a dub. It's just not going to happen. This team right now, I honestly it's four and four, but this one scares me more this year than it did last year because I honestly thought the schedule the schedule last year was tough. And I feel I felt like hell if we got six wins, that was a plus. Mm-hmm. And the fact that at that point we were four and four, and we had some we had some big wins last year. We beat we beat a good San Francisco team. We beat a Seattle team that ended up making the playoffs. Like we had a real good we had a real good four and four for that yeah. I would take for that right. This four and four is awful. The four teams we beat: Carolina, Tampa Bay. Um, who else was it? Carolina, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Green Bay, and. Um, gosh, who am I forgetting? Houston, Houston, and we barely beat Houston and Green Bay. A last second field goal against Tampa Bay. The better teams we played against: Jacksonville took us to the woodshed. Detroit took us to the woodshed. How do we lose to Washington? So really, How do we, we can't lose beat, we can't we can't beat Washington. We easily we easily should be six and two. I I'm a, I'm I'm okay with the Detroit and Jacksonville loss because we were never in it. We were we were never in those games. We just mm-hmm. it was just that. It is what it is. We shouldn't have lost Washington. We shouldn't have beat Tennessee. We shouldn't have lost Tennessee. With these what we got? What nine games left? It's not yet. Mm-hmm. It's Seventeen now. It's the easiest schedule, and every game on there is winnable. Literally, every game on there is winnable. There's not a game on there where I'm like, "Oh yeah, we we could lose." Like there, I'm just like, "Yeah, chalk it up as L." Yeah. And in the, I, I watched part of the press conference, right? I want Arthur Smith to kind of get some guts, man. Be definitive with these answers. Stop giving these in between, trying to read between the lines. Guess he's because coming out and making the announcement that okay, Taylor Taylor Heineke is going to start here Sunday against Minnesota. Fine. So is that is that meaning like is he going to play out the rest of the season, or yeah. is this short term? Like what is it? And he's just saying, well, a lot of variables factor into why. We went with Taylor, and, you know, it ain't all just performance-based. It's all on the health of Desmond Ritter. But he cleared concussion protocol. So what is it? That's that's, so that's, what, that's my point. Like, let me, like, let us know. So, like, do we need to know that, okay, we are riding with – are we riding with Heineke the rest of the season? And mm-hmm. we come back and, and, and see about Desmond next year or whatever – or, or or is this gonna be all right? Two or three games, and then two games, and then when the bye week comes, and then the rest of the way we coming back with Desmond. Like, what is it? Because I tell you this: if Heineke doesn't look good this Sunday or whatever the other however many games he may play, mm-hmm. at this point, I I can't point no blame at the QB. It's going to him. Because it's that's like all I need to go you, to. You you not you not maxing out the potential that this that this team has, bro. Like, 
you got good young talent in it and you're not actualizing it. If it don't work out, man, I'm I'm telling you something right now. It need to, to me, be we need to, me, need to, we need to get a quarterback this this it need to be hot. It need to be it need to be warming up. Hot. But we need to be looking for a quarterback too, man. Drake and May I'm, getting ready to come out. Michael Penny's getting ready to come out. Like dude, you got bro, Bo Nix. Like you bro, got I was quarterbacks. Say, I, I, I'll, I'll take a Jaden Daniels. <laughs> I mean like, you got quarterbacks getting ready to come out this draft, man. Like so, we need to know. Yeah, we need to figure, know. Like, figure is something this, out. Is is this going to be? Is because you just he's saying, oh, it's just for this week. No, no, we need to know. Like, bro, is well, so what you gonna do? Because if Taylor comes out and he has a hell of a game and we win, you he's still I'm, not the I'm, future. You yeah, can't, like you can't go. He ain't the future. But then it's like you can't go back to Desmond. You can't go back to Desmond. You can't go back to him because every day everybody's start gonna playing be like, bad. But yeah, it's yeah. Like, so I'm like, what, 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 what can you do? I don't know. Uh, we, bro, I'm talking about. I feel like we should be, we should be at least six and two, and feeling good about ourselves going into this game, knowing that even, even though I'm, 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 I'm looking at it still half full, just because mm-hmm. it's the easiest strength of schedule left that we have that out of everybody. I think it's, it's Minnesota. I believe we got Minnesota, Arizona. Then we got the bye week. We come back and we play. Uh, I believe it's a matter of fact. I got it right here. I got here. you right I here. You know where I'm at. I'm I got you right, right here. Correct me if it's, I'm wrong. Right, Minnesota, Minnesota yeah. Arizona, the mm-hmm. bye week. Yeah, uh, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Correct. The Jets, Buccaneers again. Yep. Uh, Panthers again. Colts, Bears, and finish with New Orleans, right? Yep. In that do order. Any of, do, do any of those teams scare None of those teams I, I, scare I, me. I, me. Me personally, only one team made. I would may say be. one. And I would say, and it would be the Jets. The Jets. The Jets because of the defense. defense. And honestly, Zach Wilson has improved. He he really has. He's 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 gotten better. He's been playing better. He's been playing they're, they're better. They're playing better. So that's the one where I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. cool, right? So – at that point, I'm thinking just I'm thinking worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, you go these last nine games, you go six and three. You you might that's the worst you should do and finish at ten and seven. Mm-hmm. And none of those three losses better not be to that team down Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah, I can't have that. You know? Can't have it. That's worst case scenario. I, yeah. I just, I just, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I don't get what the issue is on offense. I get that the quarterback play hasn't been well. I get that the O-line play hasn't been well. But you're an offensive guy, man. Figure it out. Figure it out. Because your defense is playing for you. You spend a lot of money on the defense, and it's starting to show up, and they're playing ball. All right, like you said, Sanders, you ain't going to hold every team to 20, 20 or less points. It's not going to happen. Some teams are going to score 28. So you got to be able to do that, and you score 23. But like you said, if you spot in teams 10, 11, 13, 14 points, 21 points at half, whatever it might be, if you can't play, you can't give this defense a chance to play with a lead going into the half, it's going to be tough. We're trying to come back from 10 points down 
every game, it's gonna be tough. And constantly you're selling from behind for the three. Stick. And then because you're selling it, for three when it. you driving down and when you get into the fringe red zone or in the red zone and you can't finish. Bro, that's and obviously you, they're not they're not you're they're not, not you're not like you said, bro. You're not gonna win in the NFL if you can't finish drives with touchdowns, and and you're not gonna win when it seems like they are not comfortable with throwing the football. Yeah, if you were comfortable with throwing the football, playing with playing from behind isn't ideal, but it doesn't. It, it's not bad because if you if you know you can you got a passing game that can heat up then you find but throwing the football right now is not our strong suit and it doesn't look comfortable right now for the quarterbacks throwing the football so when you are a more run heavy team it behooves you to play with the lead so you don't have to lean on that pass game but you should be able to throw the ball because you got weapons all over the field so what do I know bro I'm just here I'm just a loyal fan of 26 years. I don't know. But someone got to tell me something. Someone got to figure out something. Because I see all these pass catches. I play receiver. I see all these dudes that can catch the football and make all these plays. And for some reason, we can't get on the ball down the field. So, something got to give. Quarterback, head coach, something got to give. It it does, man. It does. Um and I and I hate that I hate that we couldn't get Montez Sweat added on to the squad, man, because yeah. like he really wanted to be here. But I get it. Let's just sit on the draft capital. It is what it is. Focus on the rest of the season and just get it going. Because we now we have no Grady Jerry out for the year with torn ACL. So yeah, get better, man. We're gonna miss. We're gonna miss Grady with that. It, it is what it is, man. So. We, we'll, we'll move on here and finish up with the NFL talk, man. We're going to our pickums. We ain't going to spend too much time on them. We'll just, we're just picking, pick, pick our winners, man. We got, uh, Dolphins Chiefs out in Germany. Who you got? I think the Dolphins need this game more. So I'm going to go with the Dolphins. I think, I think they need to win this game because they haven't beaten a good team yet this year. They're going to need this one. They know it's important. So I'm going to go with Miami. Third time's the charm. I think Miami gets it done. Um, you know, they struggled on the road against Buffalo, struggled on the road mm-hmm. against uh, the Philly. Neutral game, but they're deemed the road team. But this is a big opponent, man. So, mm-hmm. they hadn't, like you said, hadn't beat a big opponent yet. I think third time's the charm. It's going to be uh, the Dolphins. I don't, some of the Chiefs look different. They just look yeah. different, you know. Yeah, it look different. I know, like last year, everybody was wondering about how like, how could the Chiefs do it without Tyreek Hill, and they found a way. Mm-hmm. But yeah. this year, maybe you know, maybe it could be because a certain coordinator isn't there anymore. Could be that. Could be they don't have no receivers neither. So mm. one of the two. But they said they they said they didn't have none last year too, though. You know, okay, they got right. the Marine, but you know. I'm a- we can go to the next game. I ain't going For sure. I hear you. I hear what you put down. You. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> Man, big game in NFC, NFC East, Cowboys, mm-hmm. Eagles, round one. Who you got in that? Another game where I, I think I think the Eagles need this. I mean, not the Eagles, excuse me. I think the Cowboys need this game, um, especially after the way they got smoked by San Francisco. I think they definitely need this game just to – 
proved to themselves that they can play with the elite teams in the conference. I mean, I know San Francisco has been down, but it's Philly, San Francisco, and and the and Dallas is really in that conversation as the next best team. Like those are the top three teams in the NFC. You got to be able to okay, we got whooped by by San Francisco. You need to be able to play with your divisional rival. I think they'll play well. It's going to be a crazy atmosphere in Philly. It's at home for Philly, so I'm going to take Philly at home. I think it's going to be close. I think Dallas does play well, though. Um, but I'm going to go with the Eagles. Yeah, last year, home team split. Uh, those those games last year, I think it'll be kind of similar to that again. Just because it's in Philly, I'm going to go with the Eagles. I think it'll be close. It'll be a good game. It'll be an exciting game. But just because that game is in Philly, I'm going to go with the Eagles as well. Man, so that's what we had on tap there for the NFL. Uh, we'll shift gears now going into um, college football. Like you said, now in the month of November. So now it's official. The mm-hmm. rankings that comes out now are all the college football playoff rankings. Um, the first one just got revealed this past Tuesday. And kind of like last year, we don't – I know I don't. I'm pretty sure you don't either. We don't get too hyped up into how the rankings are that first yeah. week just because it's still a lot to play for. And some teams are going to cancel each other out. It is what it is. But Mm -hmm. uh, you look at the playoff rankings here, obviously uh, the committee decided to go Ohio State at number one, Georgia at two, Michigan at three, uh, Florida State at four. Then you got Washington, Oregon, Texas, Alabama, Oklahoma, Ole Miss, Penn State, Missouri, Louisville, LSU, Notre Dame. I'll stop there in that top 15 Mm -hmm. and everything like that. So, to me, I don't know about – I don't have a problem with how they got everything ranked. Um, Michigan might have been the most dominant, but right now it's looking like it's an asterisk. For sure. It's an asterisk on that right now. Um, I think just because out of all the undefeated teams, I want to say Ohio State has probably the best ranked win Mm -hmm. um, out of all the undefeated teams, which was a home win over Penn State. Mm -hmm. I think if Texas was still undefeated, they would have had a chance because of them beating Alabama on the road, but losing to Oklahoma in in the Red Roof shootout kind of dinged them a little bit. And obviously – you can't you can't put them over the rest of those teams because I mean they're all undefeated, right? Mm-hmm. So there's that. But um, I don't know. I, I have no problem with it. Like I said, it, it'll all cancel out. Ohio State will play Michigan. Uh, Washington may end up playing Oregon again. Texas and OU will probably end up playing each other again. Who knows what happens with? Uh, I mean, it's a big game on tap between Alabama and LSU this week. So you know. Uh, they they finna play each other anyway, man. So how what's your take on the rankings? I don't have any issue. It's the first week. I think they got it right. I think they got the top four teams right. I think Washington is right there at five. I think that's fine. Um, I do think I I think you could have interchanged Florida State and Washington after Washington getting the big dub against Oregon. Um, I know that Florida State has some great wins, but I don't know if I don't know if Florida State has a better win than Washington. Over Oregon, I mean, you could say the opening week against LSU, but LSU has kind of been up and down a little bit. Um, but all things considered, I think they put Ohio State number one because Ohio State, not only the Penn State win, 
but also Notre Dame too. You went to Notre Dame. Oh, yeah, to Notre yeah, Dame. yeah, yeah, that's right. So Notre you got Dame, both man. of those. So you put that over Georgia. Georgia's been a little rocky, but Georgia's undefeated. They've been winning. So they're at two. Michigan, yeah, they're shaky because of the the sign stealing. But I wasn't even I wasn't even agreeing with you about the sign stealing. I was talking about who they played. They ain't played nobody. So yeah, you undefeated and you've been dominant. You've been smoking everybody, but it's They're easy when you smoking when you smoking FCS Southeast and FCS Northwest and and the children of the poor and all that. That's what you're supposed to do. So when we get into Penn State and and and, and Ohio State, then okay, we will better see what Michigan has. Um, and then Washington, like you said, it's all gonna work itself out. It's week one, so there's no reason to get all up in arms about. Where the rank, who's ranked where, and all that stuff. This, it's all good. So I'm fine with it. Um, like I said, the SEC will figure itself out. The Big Ten will definitely figure itself out with Ohio State and Michigan again. Um, as long as they stay undefeated up until that point, Washington and Oregon, like I said, they'll probably end up playing for the for the uh, Pac-12 championship. So I'm I'm fine with it. All right. I I didn't realize this. I mean, yeah, it's been. Nobody, the most points somebody has scored on Michigan so far is just 10. That's crazy. Who is that? And that's Minnesota. That's she crazy. Was that's crazy. Uh, wow. Okay. But, yeah, I, I can see that now. I can see where you talked about that Florida State, Washington could have been interchangeable. But um, It, that could, I mean, yeah, that could have gone. It's nitpicky. Way. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it, what I'm saying. yeah it's, 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 it's the first it's one, man. There. Like, I as mean, long as the as long as the undefeated teams were all there, before, all yeah, there, as, yeah, yeah, they're not disrespecting nobody. If you I put mean, a yeah, you, know, you put a one loss team in front of somebody. Now we got an issue. But as long as yeah. the undefeated teams are up there near the top, I think you're fine. Yeah, no one's side, going to the playoff side. tomorrow. Yeah, and then and then side note, just for you know, for the group of group of five enthusiasts. Um, Tulane mm. so far is the highest ranked group of five team at seven to one, but Air Force is right behind them and they're undefeated. They're so undefeated, yep. That's something to play right there as you go along and, and mm-hmm. the, the season winds down and everything like that. But um Yeah, man, that's that. I don't I don't really have no issue with mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have an issue with, with any of that, man. But um a lot of football still left to be played, especially mm-hmm. within this month of November. And it's all and that's the beauty of it, right? It's all gonna get decided on the football field. We ain't gotta worry about no once the game is done, you can go back to the game and say, Well, this is a game that got that can get you in or rule you out. Mm-hmm. You know, it, yeah. it is what it is. There's no gonna be no subjectivity and everything like that. It's gonna be all proven shown on the football field. So That's it. That's all we can ask for. I yeah, I, I have no issues with the rankings. You know, maybe after this week, we can kind of start. Deep, yeah. Maybe even not even after this week. Maybe it might have to be even the next week. Maybe going into you know that that week of Thanksgiving or something like that. You know, I, yeah, I don't you know I don't know. Yeah. So you know, or the week before that, but it is what it is. Um, a lot of good games on tap though this week for sure. Yeah. Uh, 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 a lot better than 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 last week for sure. It, it was a lot better, even though there was some close calls if, if you're mm-hmm. in there. But um, uh, a, a, a lot of great games. I mean, you got Missouri and Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, you got uh, Bedlam. We got Oklahoma, Oklahoma State going on, man. Um, Already? Yeah, they playing. They doing Bedlam this week. They they not waiting until 
Yeah, they're Jeez, not waiting until I didn't even realize year. that. That's wild. Bedlam is gonna be this week, man. I don't like. I don't know how I feel yeah, about that. I know it's weird. It's weird seeing some. Of, it's, yeah, it was. It's, it. it was weird seeing some of those those rivalry games that you see later on in the year early, bro. Like yeah, seeing Arkansas like LSU, seeing Arkansas yeah, LSU play for boot yeah. in September was that was like different. Weird. Yeah, it'd been yeah. different if they would have played it like October. I might have been okay with it, but them playing for the boot in September yeah. just threw me that completely off. I yeah, was like, that's not how that's supposed that to don't go. look right. That don't look right. <laughs> Y'all supposed to say that for like a little bit later, man. Like, mm-hmm. but you know, it is what it is, man. But um, a lot of big games everywhere, man. Um, in the Big Twelve, we got uh, seven ranked Texas at home against mm-hmm. Quiet as Kept. Nobody still talks about them. The defending Big Twelve champion, Kansas State Wildcats. Texas yep. only a uh, only a four point favorite. I'm not sure what the status is with Quinn Ewers. I don't yeah. know if he's playing or if it'll be uh, Malik Murphy again. Um, I'm not quite sure. He had a he had a pretty decent uh, decent game against uh, BYU, but um, regardless, man, who you who you got in this one? Uh, this is kind of a toss up. This kind of toss up for me. Um, I wanna. I want to go with Texas. I want to go with Texas. Obviously, the quarterback thing is definitely concerning. Um, so, confirm on that. Malik Murphy is starting. No Queen Ewers. Okay, yeah. Well, no, I was just looking at it, too. Yeah, no Queen Ewers. So, yeah, he played well. If this was in if this was in Manhattan, I would, I, I would feel a little bit better picking Kansas State. With it being at home, in Royal Stadium, I think I'm gonna go with Texas at home. Um, it's definitely gonna be close. Like I said, Texas is a four point favorite. It's gonna be close. It's gonna be a close football game. Kansas State is good. They're a good football team. Um, but I'm I'm gonna I'm pick Texas. I'm gonna pick Texas to win. Yeah, I think after they uh, they had their loss down there in Dallas at the Red River uh, shootout to Oklahoma, I think Texas has a different focus on them now. I, mean, I think they know they kind of pretty much kind of let one slip away in um, mm. that one. Um, and I think they don't want to make sure that that doesn't happen again and hopefully they get a chance to possibly maybe run into Oklahoma again for the Big 12 championship. And on top of that, they still have a chance right there, especially where they're ranked to get into um the college football playoffs. So, you know, yep. obviously they are you know, they're 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 watching that to see what happens on who playing who's playing who and, you know, and what happens with that. But obviously they gotta control what they can control, which is right now Kansas State in front of them. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be close. I think Kansas State will play them tough. Um but I think in the end, I think Texas pulls away slightly um, mm-hmm. and, and ends up getting a dub in that one. Um, next game we got here on tap, we're going out, out west to the Pac-12. And, man, you would have thought a couple months ago that this would be in a collision course. We're looking to see if this would have been a big one to, to you know, figure out who could be that front runner within the Pac-12. But now it's kind of, you know, it's a do or die. The game is not – doesn't have as much oomph on it as it is a little lackluster, but still interesting to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the, you know, probably the first real road test maybe for Washington 
um, going out to to California, going down to to Los Angeles and playing um, USC. Um, yeah, yeah. So first real test, for, first real road test for Washington. I mean, Arizona gave him a scare a few weeks ago, but pretty much, you know. It's been there, and you know they they took care of business last week uh, against against Stanford on the road there. So now back on the road, going up against USC, who you know obviously is kind of pretty much out of it when it comes to maybe the college football playoff, but they're right there still in the thick of things when it comes to the Pac-12 championship. Only having one conference loss, so obviously they want to try to knock down. Washington to put them down with one loss to everybody because they're they're the only under fifty team still left in the Pac twelve. So it's a lot at stake still for this one. Who you got in this game? I'm going to pick Washington, but I think this definitely bodes well for USC. I'm not I'm not too familiar with Washington's defense, but just in general, I think when you have a game where this is looking to be more of a shootout. I think that bodes well for USC. I think shootouts bode well for USC. If it's if it's a knockout, drag out fight, just physical brawl, I don't think that bodes well for USC and Lincoln Riley. But with it being these two quarterbacks that can throw it all over the field, these receivers and and everything, this is going to be a shootout. I can see it being along the lines of that Washington Oregon game. I'm gonna pick Washington um, to win. I'm going there on the road and win. I think Michael Penix and those receivers make a couple more plays. USC has been has been playing well as of late. They've been down. Like you said, they're still in the thick of it for the for the Pac-12 championship, but they weren't playing for a Pac-12 championship. You know, you got Caleb Williams coming back. They're playing for a natty. They're playing to get in the playoff. So are they still motivated? Are they still motivated to go out and win the conference championship? Not saying that they aren't, but there comes a question where when you have bigger aspirations of one of the compete and play for a national championship we got the Heisman Trophy winner coming back these receivers and everybody coming back we should be all right and you lose a couple games are you still do you still have that same motivation to go out there and do what you need to do and you got a a great opponent coming in fifth ranked team in the country should be good home field advantage Um, but I'm gonna go with Washington yeah I think Washington will pull it out too um the environment for it may be crazy, but I think, you know, at the same time, just because USC's already out of it when it comes to that, the, the national championship picture, which is, once again, is probably what they were more looking forward to than, than the Pac-12 championship, even though you got to get that first. <laughs> before yeah, no you doubt. Get to, <laughs> before you can mm-hmm. get to a national championship. But um, I don't know. I think Michael Penix is playing on a, a different level this year. Um He's not getting talked about in that conversation as much as I think he should um, mm-hmm. for some reason. But it'll be tough. The environment will be tough. But I think Washington, in the end, uh, will probably pull it out for sure. Um, then the last game we got here on tap, um, it seems like every year when these two teams play each other, this is determining who comes, represents the the West Division mm-hmm. of the SEC uh, Conference. Uh, and that's... Eighth ranked Alabama um, playing fourteenth uh, ranked LSU. This is going to be down in Tuscaloosa. Um, we remember how exciting that game was last year. Jaden Daniels played a hell of a game against against Alabama, and uh, 
He hit Mason Taylor on that that game winning two point two point play that had Death Valley going crazy, uh, which is I think that was the for I think that was like maybe LSU's first time and what about since the since the Joe Burrow team that they won mm-hmm. against Alabama. So the past two years they were kind of you know struggling. Yeah, um, and you know now they get a chance to you know go down to Tuscaloosa see if they can get them down there this year, which they haven't won down there as much. Um, like I said, the, the, that that 2019 Joe Burrow squad did, 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 but before that, you know, it had been a while <laughs> since they had one down there in Tuscaloosa. So, um, a lot on the line here because if LSU wins it, then we're possibly talking about here at the three-way tie, but in, with first place between them, Alabama, and Ole Miss. So, <laughs> this doesn't necessarily clinch anything, but if Bama wins it, it kind of – Almost does. Who you got in this one? This is a tough one. Uh, it's tough to take the road team in in this matchup. It's tough to take the road team because of the the real home field advantage. Like talk about like USC having like home field. Yeah, yeah, home field advantage. This is a real deal. Home field advantage, Alabama, LSU, in Tuscaloosa, Bryant in the station at uh, stadium, excuse me, at night. Like this is going, it's going to be rocking down there in Tuscaloosa. I'm going to pick LSU. I literally, literally just switched it. I was picking Alabama. I'm going to pick LSU. I'm going to pick LSU because I don't know if the quarterback. Jalen Milrow can keep up with Jaden and Daniels. That's literally what it. I think what it comes down to. I think Jaden Daniels makes more plays than Jalen Milrow. I think the offense makes a couple more plays, and I think LSU finds a way to go into Tuscaloosa and squeak out a win. Physical is always physical. It's always hard fought. I mean, there are always hits in this in this game. There are always hits in this game where it's like, oh my gosh, like this is like. That that hurt. I know that hurt. Like that that did not sound look good at all. Like it's going to be a physical game. Like that training room for both teams is going to be busy on Sunday morning. Uh, but I, I just think that Jaden Daniels makes a couple more plays than Jalen Milrow. I think really that's what this game comes down to: which quarterback is going to play better. Um, and I'm and I'm a I'm gonna go with LSU. I think LSU makes a couple more plays. Malik Neighbors. Malik Neighbors. I think he makes some plays, all right, to help his team get the W. Hard to pick them on the road. Yeah. Hard to pick them on the road. I've been going back and forth on this one for sure. Um, I do. I I like LSU's chances, but in all honesty – I don't know if they can do it. I think I think Nick Saban finds a way to contain. I don't think I don't think he shuts down Jaden Daniels because it was hard for them to do it last year. I don't see how they can really shut him down this year. I think they'll contain him though and do okay. just enough. Um and do just enough to shut him down. And I honestly I think I think Jalen Murrow is improving, man, game by game. 
No um, doubt. I know he had. No a, doubt. No I doubt. know he had. A, I know he had a bad game against Texas, and everybody ridiculed him and everything like that, and was ready to write them off the ship. Uh, but I think he um, will continue to keep improving, and I, I think it'd be kind of similar to what happened when they played Tennessee. Um, you know, okay. I mean, now I would say this: I don't think you would want to get down LSU like that, down twenty to seven, you know, like that, or anything like that. But I think it'd be close, back and forward. Um, kind of those those twenty ten matchups to where a, a play here or there determines it, and 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 that'll be the difference. Um, and I think in the end it'll come down to it'll come down to the quarterback play, but I think also in the end it'll come down to um, coaching and how coaching will happen in this game. To be honest, bro, and I'm not even trying to be funny. I can't think of I can't think of how many times uh, Brian Kelly has won a big road game, like a true road game. Yeah, that's been a lot. That's you know, been a lot. Yeah. You know, so. <sighs> Can he do it? I don't know. Would I like for them to do it? Yeah, but I think I think in the end it's just it's down there at night game in Tuscaloosa. Um, that crowd's gonna be rocking. Everybody remember what happens last year. Um, I, I think uh, I think Alabama gets their revenge, and I'm gonna go with Alabama uh, to go ahead and dishes themselves in the SEC West um, and 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 get the dub. I hate that I said that, but you know. <laughs> It is what it is, man. You it gotta is make what it pick. is. Yeah, it is yeah. what it is. But man, it's, it should be fun, man. A lot of, like I said, a lot of good games on tap, um, for sure. It's just I can't wait. <laughs> uh, as you get ready to wrap it up here, man, you got anything you want to say anywhere to the people? No, 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 no. Continue to do whatever it is to. You need to take care of yourself. Um, continue to stay healthy. Continue to um, finish this year strong. Finish this year strong. We it's too much left. Finish this year strong. Um, and I think this is a good time. And I'll, I'll be doing a little bit of this. I think it's a good time to reflect. I think it's a good time to to kind of do some thinking. Do what you know, whatever it is, really just a time of reflection. Um, especially, I mean, we got two two months left, getting ready to go into a new year. Like, I think it's a perfect time to really kind of slow down, per se, to slow down, do some real reflection, kind of look in the mirror a little bit, see what it is you do well, things you don't do well, and, and make some adjustments, especially going into this new year. So, I think that's the big thing, just some. Some self reflection, I think it'd be good. I know I'm, I'll be, I'll be doing it. Um, but continue to support us. Continue to support the podcast. We appreciate it. And, uh, be ready for another episode. Um, hopefully, we'll be happier next week. Hopefully, man, you ain't lying. But nah, same, same for me, man. Um, continue to support the podcast. Um, checking your people, um, you know, find that balance. Um, checking on your loved ones, man. Man, take y'all vitamins. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Right, hey, it's getting cold out here. It was, it was a cold week this week here, bro. I don't yeah, know. It's, I don't it's know been, it's been cool in Carolina. Yes. Yeah, it's been cool in Carolina. This morning, we had practice this morning, 6 a.m. And yeah, I mean, I. It was, it was below freezing here. It was below freezing. Oh, not for here. sure. It was, it was 20. Yeah. It was 27. And yeah. so, like, I've been conditioned. So it's cold, but yeah, I'm, you I'm, good. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm you cool. good. Yeah, you good. Yeah, the boys out there, they they hurt me. That's a difference. <laughs> they yeah, but you, yeah, you <laughs> like you telling them, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, you be all right. Yeah, three, three, three feet of snow, man. This is <laughs> this. What you mean? What you mean? Hey, this no, this is hold nothing. Hold it down. Hold it down. But no, it is. It is been this weekend yeah, has been yeah. cold out here too. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. But um. Yeah, do do all that, man. Take care of y'all bodies. You know what I'm saying? Everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, love black women, cherish black women, protect black women. Uh, no means no. No means no. You know what I'm saying? Uh, need I say more on that one? You know, just be good. Eyes just dotted, T's just crossed, man. That's mm-hmm. all that matters. Be on your P's and Q's. Continue to support the podcast, man. Um, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, follow us on the social medias, man. Um, like we said earlier in the show, man, we we're gonna put it out there. We're gonna ask y'all, man. Give us a list of y'all favorite uh uh, uh Christmas songs, man, so we can yeah. kind of see what y'all taste is. You know, I, I think I, I know a few of them there probably be on there for for sure. The Temptations one's gonna be on. That's there. That's gonna be on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I probably say Chris Brown this Christmas will probably be on there. That's yep. a good one. That Mariah Carey gonna be on there. Yeah, that's gonna be on there. There'll be some that surprises. There'll be some yeah, that surprises. That might be some that surprises, man, for sure. But yeah, get get ready, get ready to you know engage with this man and everything like that. Um, and just man, sit back and get ready for uh, another episode, man. Till then, it's been another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Peace.